You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Memory Card Radio. With your host, Max. With your host, Max. Max. Wait, no, you're John. I'm John Max. And and John me, Eric. Mm. And we're doing a thing now that you all should check out, other than this. What is that thing? Why, I'm glad you asked. Me too. Metal Gear Monday. It's going to be fun. So what we're going to do, um, you notice we've been doing some Let's Plays and kind of stuff lately. Um, we're going to do the entire Metal Gear series. The Metal Gears. What? Now, do we know, do we have an order? In one night. What? Do we have an order? I do. Like, I'm not Metal Gear. <laughs> and then Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, we're. I'm going to screw up the order intentionally. All I know that we need to do is we need to do so here's, Peace Walker 3 by themselves to take a break from Solid Snake. Here's what we're doing. This is the order that is in my mind, okay? okay. We do Metal Gear 1. We go right into Solid because fuck you, Metal Gear 2. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do Metal Gear 2. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to play Katamari Damacy, right? Yes. Right in the middle. Metal Gear Solid 2. And then we're going to watch Miss Congeniality. We're going to take a break from Metal Gear, but still on Kojima. We're going to do Snatcher, followed by Police Knots. All jokes aside, I would like to watch Miss Congeniality. Let's do it. What about Miss Congeniality 2? Memory card uh, movie. You know night. what? I didn't see that one. Not interested. I, I, I had my. I had my. I had my experience with it. What do you? I'm why won't you see the superior sequel? That's like seeing um, what the hell's that movie? Legally Blonde. I'm not seeing Legally Blonde too. You know what, what is I, wrong? I think you? I did the same thing there too. I don't <laughs> think that's all the second one. Don't you mean Legally More Blonde? L- legally Blonder. Legally or Blonde. So we're doing Metal Gear. We're gonna start with this Monday with Metal Gear One, and we're every single Monday come back to us mm-hmm. as we'll play some Metal Gear game. Or Kojima game. Is it Sunday? Someday. Oh. Someday. But they're going to be up every Monday. And it's, it's a Monday. The, the goal Sunday. is to make it a dependable, weekly, reliable thing. Yeah, which is why we're going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. I Get like excited. It. This has been a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, we're done. Bye, see you. We're going to get All right, let's wrap up. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording about, like, I don't know, half an hour ago or something. And uh, Eric brought up a really good point, which is that, like, we each, the three of us come from di- very different parties in terms of experience with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I think that'll make it interesting. Like, explain what you said just for So Max has never played any Metal Gear game. He got nothing. He knows kind nothing. Of. I, we did play for like 30 minutes at John's house once. Of yeah, Metal Gear yeah, Solid yeah, 1. But true. like he barely knows you the tip he, of the ice. Yeah, but you, yeah, it's like not even the tip. To him, he yeah. thinks it's a military game. Yeah. And then you got John, who knows all things Metal Gear. Right. And then you have me, who knows more than him. You know, you know, aware you're, you're so deep into Kojima's career specifically as well. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I've never played Snatcher. I mean, to be uh, fair, I've so, never personally played Snatcher, well, but, you know but I'm aware of them. Yeah, and like, I know that Snatcher is sort of a canon game in the Metal Gear universe. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why we're going to include that. It'll be fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, and he's never played... I, it, correct me if I'm wrong. you never played Metal Gear 1 and 2? You never did I've played... Um, did you beat them? No, I didn't beat either one. I think I've played them both very briefly because they're all Metal Gear 3. Yes. And I've explored the shit out of Metal Gear 3. I've been Subsistence is, is the one I played. playing the shit out and, of Metal Gear um, 1. Actually, you know, I had a lot of fun uh, playing Metal Gear Online on 3. A lot of people don't remember that. 
And that, that was one of the first online games the PS2 had. You know, there were only really a handful that had an, an online mode worth playing. And Metal Gear Online, on the, on, it was Metal Gear 3, you had to buy subsistence, mm -hmm. which was kind of like a re-release of the game, and it had a bunch of extra modes, and like an Ape Escape mode. There's like an Ape Escape mini-game inside I, Metal Gear 3. Oh yeah, so you have to find all the apes. And oh yeah. Bunch of nonsense. They cut that out of the HD version. So mm -hmm. I had Ape Escape games. I played the, I played the fuck out of those on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was there were Metal Gear Solid sections in those games. And I didn't realize what they were. Really? Just now, it's all coming to me. I didn't from know like that. from like a decade ago. Yeah, they yeah, switched them. They're, they're in Metal Gear Solid Three. This is not an HD collection, which sucks. But in Metal Gear Solid Three, there was Snake versus Monkey, where you would have to find all the monkeys to solve Snake. It was like a bonus extra thing they threw in. So they mm -hmm. they they were in each other's games. Yep, that's awesome. Why is that? Like, how did that come about? Are I they, do they is have... Ape Escape Konami? I feel like it is. I don't know. I've never looked into Ape Escape enough. I don't know anything about Ape Escape. These games are really fun. They are, yeah, like there was one on the PSP that I played that I thought was pretty fun. Yep. It was kind of a watered down experience. I want to say I had Ape Escape 2 on the PS2. I want to say that was the one that had Metal Gear nods in it. Like, I those, only, those were popular. I got screwed over with Ape Escape because I rented it and they didn't tell me I needed the DualShock. So I'm like, how do you play this? <laughs> and I didn't. Those you went so long without the DualShock. Definitely needed DualShock. You went so you long. You physically can't play that, that you, game. You actually, your your psychomantis experience was ruined because you. Know, I also shot. didn't have any Konami saves on my memory card, so you know, oh. I didn't get to enjoy. Do you know any of these references? To oh. What we're talking about, like with Metal Gear. Maybe, I, maybe we shouldn't. No, no, I'm just asking a question. Oh, okay. Where on the information do you know about it? Like, I know you know it's popular, but do you know like? Okay. Hey, what what do you know? All right, here we, here here it goes. All right, so there's uh, so there's a psycho mantis, right? And he's like he's like, hey, where's the party? That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> so do you seriously have like, like no fucking? I have, I have no fucking idea. This is gonna be the best that's why fucking I thing. Yeah, yeah, right. I have no idea. I'm you're so gonna excited. like it too. I think I think you will. I, I think I think. Forget you know, I don't know how he doesn't like the series. Yeah, I, no. it's well, made for you. <laughs> it's you know. It's, it's I'll tell just, you how I missed it, and that's that's not PC. It's, it's well, that's not. I didn't have. I didn't play PC games until I, you know got graduated high school properly. Mm -hmm. But what made me not play Metal Gear was I was too busy playing DDR and Pump It Up. Rhythm games. That's that's all I did during high school. Real games. That's okay, that's that's a fun fact about me. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but I didn't. I pretty much didn't play video games while I was in high school. Like I really didn't. I didn't play a lot of games. Um, I played a lot when I was younger. I played the fuck out of my PlayStation Two and my N sixty four all the damn time. I hit high school and I, the games just didn't really happen. I, I really just played arcade games. And then, uh, and then after that, it blew the fuck up. I play games more now than I ever have. You know, I had a similar timeline to that. What, what pulled me back in, though, um, was the PS2. Yep. Like, that, like, I played Crash Bandicoot and stuff in, like, the mid-90s, and then, right. and then, like, the late 90s I played a little bit. And then, really, it wasn't until about, like, 2005 or so that, you know, I was completely out of it. And then I got into it, like, when I was either a senior in high school or, or you know, about to graduate. Yeah. God of War, even though God of War was a few years old, I, God of War was the first, like, yeah. I saw it on sale and I was like, oh, Greek mythology and violence, okay, you know, I'll play it, whatever. And it was like 10 bucks or something. And I just had a fucking blast with it. And, and then, you know, God of War 2 was about to come out when I bought God of War 1. So I beat it and then got God of War 2 immediately. Yeah. And so then I was back into it and I, I've been back into it ever since. You know what it was for me? Um, I was at my friend Adam's house, and, and Adam, like, he 
had been playing like World of Warcraft like nonstop, and he wanted to like get he wanted to play like anything else because he'd been playing it for so long. I think he still plays it, which is insane. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's been like <laughs> holy shit, probably about a decade. But um, and we're not very old. And <laughs> and anyway, so like he had um, gosh, what was it? It was Half Life Two Deathmatch, which is like. If you bought Half-Life 2 on PC, like even back when it was in a box and on CDs, you it would come with um, gosh, what was it? I have it in there. Uh, it was Half-Life 2, or, ha- or yeah, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and 2, uh, Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, and then Dave Defeat, and finally Counter-Strike Source. Wow. And uh, so I wanted it for Half-Life 2 Deathmatch of all those things. That's probably like the least popular. Like everyone knows Dodd, Dave Defeat, and Counter-Strike and Half-Life 2. When people bought Half-Life 2, they didn't even, like, know. Deathmatch is, like, still fun. Well, I'll show you later, too. It's great. Mm. It's so it's great. I love it. It's just, imagine Half-Life 2 mechanics, except it's just, you know, it's multiplayer. Just kill each other. It's stupid. Mm. It's great. I love it. Sounds fun. Sounds like a winning combination. I, it's, it's weirdly, like, it's one of the most hours <laughs> I've ever put in a game on Steam. <laughs> Half-Life 2 Deathmatch. Wow. Play like it. I didn't realize it at the time because I didn't know anyone who had Steam. At is that still your most played game? No. Um, I want to say TF2 is actually. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I bought that later. Um, not that much later because it was, it was, it cost something when I bought it. It's right. Free now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I played a lot of that. I just played first-person shooters. That's why I started PC gaming. Was, was first-person shooters like Half Life. I pretty that's much definitely played. the way to do them if that's what you're into. Oh, PC's yeah. definitely the best. I, uh, I, I did that. I started with those games. And I realized, like, I cannot go back to first-person shooter on console. I can't do it. Really, the first game that I totally embraced that was first-person shooter on console console since then, which has been a long time, is Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Like, is that's that really person? it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's third person. It's third well, person, but I can see why. Because you have shooter. tilting as well. Right. Like you can. You have more control with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm pretty, like, I don't know. If there's a PC version of a first person shooter, I'm playing that. I will not play the console. Because it's sure. just like, wow, I'll take like 80 years to turn around. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot better at uh, racing games on PC. Yeah. They really? play a lot of Rocket League, yeah. too. I would oh, imagine that, like, are you using a gamepad? Because, like, no, on a keyboard, mean, I just imagine, like, forward. Well, given it's, right. it's not like a. Not like a complicated racing game. I've been playing Sonic Racing yeah. on PC. Mm-hmm. And for some I can't get the PS4 controller to work with it. Really? Like, I can get it to work with Steam. I think I know why. I know it's a question. There. Do you have Windows 10? Yeah. That is a reason. Because there, there's been a lot of compatibility issues now. That well, I might have now. tried it before I got the 10 update. I don't know. I can't but, speak for but, that. Uh, but I know it worked around it. I don't know. But hopefully. the point is, I wanted to play the game so badly that I just got used to, you know keyboard racing yeah and it's still not I still would probably be better with a controller but I'm competent with it now you know yeah mm-hmm. I got the point where I can do it I am I usually play I usually play GTA 5 with a, with a mouse and keyboard as much as I would rather do the racing or like the, the, the driving parts with a controller it's like well I don't know everything else is better with, with the mouse and well, keyboard well one of the nice things about GTA 5 though is you can set up in the options which one to use with gamepad and which to use with keyboard and mouse yeah so you can just go like Boom. Yeah, I could just set it over there on the desk and just pick it up if I wanted to. But I don't know. I don't want to do that. I'm like too lazy for that. <laughs> I just want to keep my hands in like the position. Hmm. What are you most excited about for 2015 holiday season? Man, that's hard to say. Um, if you had to pick, a lot of stuff that's come out that I was excited for already came out. But so I'll say like Fallout, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's great. Like, I got into the Fallout series very late. Um, I picked up Fallout 3, like, last year. And I actually had Fallout New Vegas before 3. I had New Vegas, and I'm like, this is okay. I, I get it. It's fine. It's fun. Whatever. It's like, Sky, it's like Skyrim, but different. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, sure. 3 and New Vegas are great for different reasons. And I picked like, up 3 in a sale. It, mm -hmm. it, that's very... I agree with you. I picked up 3 in a sale, like, out of nowhere. I'm like, well... I've heard a couple people say three is the better one, and that's the one people talk about way more. So, so I'm gonna get three. Fallout Four. That's What's your big Fallout Four is your big game. Yeah, yeah. As far as far as stuff that's that's going to come out, Fallout Four. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Fall, I picked up Fallout Three. I like it way more than New Vegas. It's way better. It's way more fun. It has a little more soul in it, in my opinion. That's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Fall, uh, um, I like New Vegas. New Vegas is fine. And in in some ways, it's actually better, like technically speaking. Yes. But the sure. yeah, you're right. Third one has more. Soul. I think I think what it is is that New Vegas allows for you to fuck it up more because there's a lot more under the hood. But at mm -hmm. base level three is a lot better. Yes. In terms, like if you're looking at it in more terms of pure, three is just better, simpler, and mm -hmm. has the funniest scene in gaming. Pine Sign Slasher, if y'all remember that. So what's your big holiday season? Expectation. I got two, but one of them isn't certain to come out, but everyone thinks it does. What are you um, talking about? Well, what are you talking about? the most obvious one comes out in less than two weeks, and we're obviously going oh. to be freaking out about the it. The first, first, right? Uh, the first Metal Special Gear. edition will be arriving at my doorstep from Amazon. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it comes with a robot arm. We have to play the multiplayer, by the way, in October. <laughs> I can't buy anything out. forever because I bought that chair. <laughs> No, yeah, you're no. done. You're done for a while. That put a dent in my finances. Yeah, oh, speaking of which, Metal Gear Solid 5 is coming to PC. Ooh, so eventually. if you want... No, no, they said day and day. Oh, well, so the multiplayer is going to be later. Right? The multiplayer is late for everyone, but well, it's you, be later you can PC. get the new Metal Gear. So when we finish, don't even worry about a console, baby. You set. I, I hope it's, it's Steam. It's it will be Steam. Okay, good. Ground Zero is on Steam right now. All right. So you will be fine, crystal clear. You, know, you may want to go ahead and get Ground Zeroes and get familiar with it. Um, it's it's very different from the I'd say wait a little bit until we get farther in our metal. So gear how how is um, how is how is um, Ground Zeroes and what's Phantom Pain is that what's called? Grinzy, yeah, Ground Zeroes or Ground. What are they in relation to each other? Okay, are they here's, five. Here's the story. So Ground Zeroes was Konami being a really cunty company and saying let's release the first mission of the game as its own forty dollar title. And then we'll make a real version of the game with like dozens and dozens of hours and make that the real version. Okay. And everyone was like, what? And then everyone got mad. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it reeks of a corporate decision. Now, Kojima did his best to fill it out with as much content as he could with like side stuff. But you can tell, like, it's only, it feels like a playable demo. It feels like a vertical slice of what's going on. It to feels be like a big ass demo, but it is a demo. It definitely feels like it a has demo. less content than the. Well, you don't know what this means, so. <laughs> ugh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. I know I do. You're though. right. It's it's just it's it's like if it were a free demo, you'd be like, oh, this is a really impressive demo. But the fact that it's twenty nine ninety nine or whatever it is now, I mean, it really probably should cost more than fifteen bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but but there are a lot, you know there's several missions, even though it's the same map. You're just different objectives yeah but it's a big ass map and there's a lot you can do in it and there's you know you can collect the patches and stuff and it's it, it's like an impressive demo mm -hmm. that um is would be impressive if it were a bunch of money if it weren't you know yeah it's also really hard it's hard as shit and kojima already said that the real game is not going to be anywhere as hard as that game he's he seems to like, he, like 
I don't. I actually really didn't know a lot about Kojima before PT came out. I really wasn't aware of who he was because I guess because I hadn't played Metal Gear, right? Mm-hmm. So like, man, he seems to be going through some shit lately. Yeah, so PT I feel is real fucked bad up. Guy. PT is fucked up because he seems so cool and he makes all this cool stuff and nothing's working out for him. Sorry, so, man. It yeah, was on he record. Is he is. This shit's been going on for like eight months now. So he could have left. But the reason he stuck around is because he wanted his series to end well and because he oh, wanted yeah. to make a fan. But like, he, it but like they fucking send security to make sure he never leaves his office for eight months. This guy was a legend. This is a guy who Stan fucking Lee gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award and, and started like, you know, like this guy. They, and they, they treated him like... Like just some kind of expend like any other expendable employee. Like they just treat him like shit. That's man. And he's the re- he puts them on the map. I mean, Konami. What else do they have right now? I think what it is is that he was someone who was really pissed about Ground Zeroes and the microtransactions they wanted mm-hmm. to do and all these corporate shit and turn it into pachinko and whatever. And he just cares about his games and his fans and his series, and he doesn't want to fuck it up. You know, yeah. he's an artist he before wants- he's a consumer. And you'll see as we go along with this, the man's fucking insane. Yeah, and I love him for it. I mean, I saw PT, and he and he PT. <laughs> PT's so good. PT so good. will give you hints <laughs> of what PT. Metal Gear is to come. Man, it's just fucking. I am so excited just for your reactions of things for Metal Gear related to Guillermo del Toro. Related to PT, he said that he's never working on another game. Yeah, he's too frustrated with the way it turns out, and you know he kind of threw in some like I I assume it was sar- a sarcastic comment about how. Every time he joins a game, it fails, and he doesn't it's want to ruin more games. Well, I'm sure he had insane. If you don't remember, like he did a game called Insane, and mm-hmm. then the studio fucking fell apart. Right. And then he worked with Kojima, and then the studio fucking falls apart. The so, thing is, if you make Pan's Labyrinth, you don't have to do anything else. You just fucking you did do what the fuck you want at that. You point. just fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Dude did Pacific Rim. That guy does whatever he wants. He did. Uh, did he do Hellboy? Hellboy two. Yeah. He did Hellboy. I love Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy one and two are great. Yeah. I keep hearing rumblings about a third one, but I never seen it. It's, it's probably not happening. I, yeah. I like how much Pacific it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. I love how it's its own thing. I love Hellboy. I I I have like a like I have a big thing. I love movies that are about superheroes that don't feel like a superhero movie. Fucking love them. You ever see Spawn? Yeah. That's 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 a good yeah, example. Yeah. That. That's yeah. a total. That movie totally stands on its own. Another one that's like oh, this is great, kind man. of like a point of contention, but like Man of Steel, it's not really a superhero movie. Yeah, it's really I mean, not. It's a sci-fi movie. It's like it's really the not. first twenty minutes of it. Absolutely. Yeah. On on Krypton and like that could have been its own movie. It's really a sci-fi movie. I don't feel like it's. A, I, I don't, I don't love it. But I can see why you say that. You guys hear the news about Man of Steel too? I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I kind of hated Man of Steel, yeah. but that's George funny. Miller is directing. Ooh. The guy who did Mad Max. And Mad yeah. Max was probably... The new Mad Max is probably one of my favorite movies some, ever made. I other, love that movie so hard. Stuff. I can't... I'm blanking right now. Fury Road? No. It is the most badass fucking movie did I've ever Did he made. do that? Yes. He okay. directed the original trilogy and the new one. Hmm. Like, like he's, he's only done two things, which is Mad Max and, for some reason, Babe. The pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love that movie. I do, too. <laughs> diverse but, but that'll do. Pink. The new Mad Max was probably the greatest fucking movie I've seen in like over a decade. Like, see it. That movie is insane. Oh, I I love that movie. The more I think about it. But yeah, he's doing Man of Steel too, and I I I really hated the first one. But if he's attached, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fucking amazing. So you would say 
Probably Metal Gear 5 is your most anticipated game. Uh, oh, it was Metal Gear 5 or, or. slash and um, Persona if it happens. Because mm -hmm. they've been saying the end of this year, but we have no release date and it's like almost September. Open they leave enough room at the end of that game for Person B. That would be nice. Person B. I, I see what he did there. Dancing all night. Yeah, I don't know. They have enough room for 25 more sequels. I feel There's so much stuff on the Vita that you would like. There's so much weird Japanese stuff. That... I mean, I, I'm interested in it because Miku Hatsune is in that game. Don't, don't you mean? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't challenge him on it anymore. This is just what he does and I so, would I'm not we calling just, her Hatsune Miku. <laughs> we, should mention, we should mention this. So this is just like a random thing because this reminded me. Okay, so we talked about this in our last podcast and my last podcast there is a there is a lost episode of Radio. don't worry it's for the best it's garbage it's garbage it's the last one we recorded my fucking recorder that we're using it just he pulled out his dick it was a big problem my recorder just fucking stopped and we had I went to go stop it and it was fucking off Speaking of which, so it was a shit episode. It was a shit episode, and the audio cut out less than halfway through. You God. didn't miss anything except for me trying to set up the metal if gear. We, we did that purse. Get, what like, was that purse thing we did? The, I, you said I want a purse, and I said I want a purse first, and you're like, you got that first purse thirst. <laughs> and that that was funny, but that's gone. Now. I don't it's, even know. It's all yeah, gone. but like half of it, half of the audio was recorded. It's I feel like gone. if we, I want to hoard it just for if we get like a big following and they go and they see this episode from you know then it'll be like oh, that was that was like yeah, four years ago and they see this episode and they're like hey you guys still have that footage of that lost episode and we go yeah we did it's on VHS it's on VHS 10th anniversary of Memory Card Radio oh god we will we're coming up on the first one we will put Smash Mouth music in the background. <laughs> well, well, I feel like it's been going on way longer. Podcast. We have like Aerosmith and shit. I feel like it's been going on way longer. Right? We'll, uh, we'll, uh, and then like we'll have we'll have a fan do the do lip reading and then put captions on the second half hour of the twenty four hour Twitch stream of the same thirty minute clip. It's gonna no go on the it's gonna go on the Green Ray correct collection. Because it'll be a, it's Blu-ray now. It'll be green. Uh, right it'll be green. Right. Is there a green <laughs> disc? There should be a green ray. There should be. Like I'd buy it. Microsoft can make it. Sony's Blu-ray, Microsoft can green. Oh. <laughs> Nintendo can make old ray that no one wants. Purple ray. <laughs> oh no, that was Sony too. Brown. Because the purple disc was on the PS2. Huh? Well, they have they have blue and purple. Why and... were they purple? I, most of them were black. Well, at some were purple, and I'm like, cool. At why? first, they were blue, and I'm not. Sh there was a reason for it. I'm not sure what it is. I'm sure, somebody knows. But it's they changed it, and then when the slim PS2 came out, it had problems playing some of the blue discs. So there is a difference. I just don't know. I don't know the inner workings of it. But there is a difference, and there was a reason for it. Hey, so I don't know if I'm the only one, but does anyone else like really like the the black PS1 discs? I, I love, love getting oh, black yeah. PS1 discs. You can buy DVD, you can buy CD and DVDRs that are black like that. I did not know that. Yeah, I never understood why they stopped doing it. It was so cool. They look I'm, really cool. Like Although it damaged the hell out of them. Those discs were the easiest things oh, in the world to scratch. Oh, yeah. PS2 either, games were pretty well, fragile, too. Either they were easier to scratch, mm. or they were equally easy to scratch, but you could see the scratches better. Yeah, sure. maybe that's, that's a reason we're done. Yeah, you can black. shine the light on because it was like piano gloss, you know. Oh, it's like you can shine like the light. Jet black. Yeah. yeah, I think my Tekken, my copy of Tekken Three is black disc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the PS One games are black. 
I think. Really? Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, they were. Like 90% positive. No, they were. PS2 was the one that had like blue for like a year and then they went they normal silver. DVD. They just silver, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. And PS3 just Blu-ray discs. And they were tough. And all mine are scratch-free. I, and, well, and I'm I not particularly careful. Back in the cases. I, I have, my little brother's pretty bad about it. Sorry, Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least when we when I had still lived at the house. Like, man. Like, you have the friend that, like, okay, so imagine that in this in this chair manual there's a disc in it, and it's like a PS1 disc or whatever. You're like, oh, cool, the game, all right, well, I'll just set it on the carpet face down here, and while we put the new game in, and just stay I'll there. just rest my foot on it for a little while. Oh, God, it's a nightmare. I hate it. Like, yeah. did, like just, like, fuck. <laughs> I have friends like that, too, so I have a couple discs that are kind of fucked up because I let people borrow them. Unfortunately, one of those is my Katamari, or my We Love Katamari disc. It still works, but it's occasionally it'll like freeze for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what that is. Yep. Alex, you motherfucker. <laughs> I have an amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where that scratch is. I haven't talked to him in like seven years, and I'm like, you motherfucker. You just call him one day and be like, listen, what are you talking about this? <laughs> call it's him been in my head for almost way. a decade, and I'm tired of it. No, but I had an argument with an, with an old friend when I had a PS1, and yeah. they had an N64. And we would debate about which one was better. And I'd say, well, CD can hold way more data than a cartridge, and they're yeah. cheaper to produce. I mean, so ultimately, it's the future, and which is a solid argument for, like, a 12-year-old kid to make. Yeah. And, yeah. and he would say, uh, he'd say, yeah, but they can get scratched. And, like, even today, I'm like, that's such a bullshit thing. Like, I mean, you just treat it right. Don't if be you, an idiot if you just it. If you just don't scratch it, then Put it doesn't in place. Unless it's Final Fantasy VII. I had one disc in Final Fantasy VII that was in the back of my car, completely clean cut, hidden underneath one of the seats that was in there for two or three years. <laughs> Sticky, disgusting, what the scratched fuck? up. Here's the amazing thing. I still own it. It still works. How do you get one disc separated from the other discs in the first place? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened. Was it one or two? It was disc one. Okay. Well, I thought there were more than two. There, there are three. Oh, shit. There right. were three, yeah. That's but it was game. disc one. It's those pre-rendered backgrounds. It's probably what took up all the fucking space. Yeah, so they were. That, that was. They were. They looked nice. The foreground shit looked awful, but the background was. Well, the, the backgrounds really nice. were were pre-rendered mm-hmm. and like the FMV. That's why like the, the FMV music. in that game is so good. Is is because the background is is FMV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, what's interesting about that game, especially, is okay. So you know how it's, it's Final Fantasy VII is like it's Pretty a pre-rendered good. back. It is. It's pre-rendered backgrounds with three models, yeah. right? So Resident Evil did the same thing. Except in combat. It looks right. Oh, it's true, yeah, yeah. It looks good in like, you know, coming from a PlayStation. But if you if you bought it on Steam like me, it's still fun, but it's like, okay, so all of a sudden we have these computers now that can render like really flawless shapes and stuff. So you have these like really crisp shapes with these like really blurry backgrounds. Well, it's really bad on Steam. I like it. It just didn't age well. It's I fun. Think, I think a remaster is, it is what's happening. It's, it is having got and, and during it's, E3. And, well, not, not the remake. I was talking about a remaster from last year. Like, they are remastering. They're going to pretty it up. Yeah. And then they're going to remake it and say, fuck that game. Just, yeah. But, like, those Skip backgrounds remaster. those backgrounds are so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what was, always, just, just fine. what was hilarious is the character models are just really, just really abysmal. Hilariously bad. It was yeah. just funny because it wasn't the PS1's fault because, like, Final Fantasy VIII and IX looked great. Yeah, totally different. Completely. Totally different, yeah. And then seven, they looked like... But it adds a charm <laughs> oh, I think to so. that game. I yeah. agree. I agree. And like every, every Cloud time in I... the wheelchair going... <laughs> <laughs> 
Every time I come, I, I come back to that game once every like two, two and a half years or so. I'll mm-hmm. sit down and I'll play it for like a week and, you know, it's I'll either like beat the, it or I'll get close to being Linda and I were replaying it this summer and the thing we were shocked to find out, because we haven't played it in years, that game holds up. Like the writing, I thought what, the translation, seven? yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Like that game holds up really well. You know, which surprised me because I kept thinking like, "Oh, they Barrett's gonna be unbearable." And you know, it's really the, the whole game's pretty still well written. Oh, it's yeah. got occasional translation stupidity, but like, there's you that have, game have that. aged really well considering. You know, it's a pretty good game. Just, just them polygons. Them polygons, but it but, has a charm when you look and at it. Later on in the PS One's life cycle, the polygons ended up looking pretty good, and games would. Um, modify the art style to kind of match the yeah. jaggedness of like Crash Bandicoot's art style is totally you can tell it's totally modeled around the limitations of the PS1 oh, yeah. so everything looks perfect even yeah. though it's like jagged and weird Does Ocarina of Time is one of those games you can tell like okay so like okay these people like you, you can tell from like little details like in Ocarina of Time I don't know I guess you're not that familiar with it are you I, I own it I haven't played it alright so like so, like, of course the, the, the Kokiri have, like, pointy ears, right? They're kind of like elves. Mm-hmm. But, so, that's the thing. Is they, they, it's like, okay, well, Kokiri have pointy ears. We're going to use triangles. Like, they just, they, mm-hmm. they were real smart about, like, mm-hmm. their limitations and how it worked in the design. Like, El- Zelda has these really stupid ears, but it just works. I don't know. It's it, it just, it's good. Like, I don't care if time is pretty. When we get like, there, Met- Metal Gear Solid looks... I think it's because the art design behind everything mm-hmm. is so fucking cool. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the, even though like the character models, well, not even just that. Like I'm talking purely in terms of character models. Mm-hmm. They look cool because the guy who fucking drew it before they made the character models made the coolest looking shit, and they literally just adapted that. So everything that's weird about the way they look just makes it look even better. And I just I just want to get to the sniper wolf. Art. All that's, of it is so good. That's such a transformative moment in gaming, in my opinion. Psycho Man is that fine. Psycho Man is really good too. It's hard. It's hard to say, but <laughs> hey, where's the party? I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's Batman. That, man, that changed everything. When he came I, in and said, "Hey, where's the party?" I got a mask. Saying, hey, where's the party? I got a mask. I with this week's Psycho Man is where's the party? The worst thing about that. Put your that. control on the floor. I right? said, a guy hey. in the fucking sequel says, "Where's the party?" So he's got his people mixed up, and it just fucks with <laughs> Where's the party? Laugh and grow fat. And Psycho Man. <laughs> My name is Metal Gear Solid. My name is Metal Gear. So laugh and grow fat. My name isn't Metal Gear. It's Link. <laughs> Snake, the princess is in another castle. Go away. <laughs> I had this uh, this joke that I used to do all the time. It's kind of hard to explain, but you know, like, <laughs> no. Okay, so <laughs> it's so fucking hard. It's it's weird. Okay, so you know how in the movie Frankenstein, the monster's name isn't Frankenstein. He's just the monster. Right. Him, and it's Frankenstein's yeah. monster. And Frankenstein is the right. scientist. And people are always really keen to point that out all the time. He's not Frankenstein. He's Frankenstein's monster. Like, I well, just like, did. I just like in every situation. <laughs> right, it's true. Well, in every situation, it's I do it too. But in every mm-hmm. situation where there's something similar, I always like will tie it back to Frankenstein somehow. Like, it's such <laughs> an easy about, like, metaphor. <laughs> we'll see, like Link can be like, 
Yeah, there's Zelda. I'm like, that's not Zelda. That's Link's monster. So like, I don't know. I just always tie it back to Frankenstein. It's so stupid and like weird and like it's hard to understand at first. But like, I, I have like two people in my life that know. What's I've known both of those things for so long, and I felt the exact same way. But I've never realized that they're the same thing like that. It's not Zelda. That's Zelda's monster. Let's talk about Link. But everyone always like people who don't know very well think, oh look, look that's, that's my that's the what character the Zelda. That's not Psycho like, Manus, it's a decoy octopus. That's um, Metal Gear's book. <laughs> that's not the president of DARPA. Or they're that's not like, the DARPA chief Donald They're looking at Snake, that's not Metal Gear, that's Metal Gear's monster. <laughs> that's not Jim Baker. <laughs> that's Metal's gear, okay? God. <laughs> Metal Gear! I'm really excited. Get excited for Monday. There's another game coming out that I haven't talked about. But it's coming, I don't know if it's this year, probably gonna be next year. But did, are you either of you familiar with Clock Tower? Yeah. Like the old. Snip, okay, yes, yeah, so isn't it? Snip, yeah. So you played the first, well, the American first Clock Tower. Yes. Okay. So That's the other player like, three. The PS2 one is the one I played. That one was okay. It had nothing, it was nothing compared to the first well, like, PS1. Have you not played that one? Yeah. I, we should do that one. No, I, I played the Super Nintendo one. Okay, well that was good. That was a lot like the one. Okay, but anyway, some point and click, man. Anyway, uh, the people who made that are working on a new game that's a spiritual successor to Clock Tower, Ooh. and they've been calling it Project Scissors for a long time. It is Project Scissors, and, and they've and they've come out and said that it's it's actually going to be called Night Crime, and there's going to be a character in it with scissors, like Scissor Man, but they're calling him the Scissor Walker. Oh, that's awesome. Which is such a badass fucking name. It's the ukulele of Clock Tower. It's, it's ukulele, but horrific. That's great. It's amazing, yeah. the shit. And it's going to be point quick, from what I can tell. It looks like it's going to be. Kickstarter's brought so many things back. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm so excited. It's called Nightcrawler. Did you ever end up, did you ever see uh, John Tron's Clock Tower video? Mm -mm. I feel like you'd enjoy it. We'll watch it. It's is it the cool. PS1 Clock Tower? I think so. Do you, you no, I think you did the Super Nintendo one. I think I so. Remember. Well, they did a Clock Tower 2 on PS1 as well, which was okay. Mm. And I, I still can't decide if it's really related to the first Clock Tower or not. Maybe someone can correct it me. It might but... just be like a series of just... Well, there's a character that's in both games. Hmm. But this... Or at least she has the same name. The, the <laughs> Maxwell. Helen Maxwell is the blonde lady in the first Clock Tower on right. PS1. Right. And there's this other person uh, who mentions the curse of the Maxwells... He says that Maxwell curse, and, I, and I'm not entirely sure what that's a reference to, but they're linked ever so slightly, I think. Okay. But at the same time, like, you never, like, they're so different. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah. like, it's such a negligible link, but uh, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. And then the third one is, like, kind of... What's the name of the company? That's, that's, I don't know. Well, it's a Kickstarter now, so I imagine it's like I forget. Under, well, a new company. Maybe it was Human, Human Entertainment, maybe the guys there developed it. I mean, I they left that and they're their own little thing now, but, you know, totally different now. Yeah. I got so. a Kickstarter question, John. Yeah. Do you think, because I know this kind of backfired for Kenji and Afune, um, that these studios are just making, like, spiritual sequels to stuff as their first thing, and that they're going to do original stuff after? Because you got, like, Maybe. ukulele, and you got, like, like all, all these Kickstarters are like, let's do it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you I'm think, okay with that. If that's well, like, do you think that's all they're going to do? Is just keep doing like, hey, here's another castmate. Here's another banjo kazooie. Here's another banjo I think, I mean, forever. Eh. As long as they make games that are good, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay either way as long as the games are good. But I suspect most of them, if their Kickstarter, like the ones that are real successful, like Mighty Number no. Nine, 
Like, um, I don't know. That backfired, my memory. Well, it's, it's, it's going to make a lot of money. Ash. It's going to make a lot of money. No, Red Ash, Ash failed. It didn't even reach the goal. My number nine didn't? No, no. Okay. My, the people who made nine number nine had a second Kickstarter, mm -hmm. and it failed. Right? It was supposed to be the spiritual successor to uh, Mega Man Legends. Okay. And what happened was it came too soon. They didn't explain properly. Well, and then they got a publisher last minute making the whole thing irrelevant. Yeah. And it didn't make its money through crowdfunding. That does kind of answer your question, though, I think. Because, I mean, if they're going to make he, the big one that they want, that they want you know, to get everyone's attention, and, and that they probably also still really want to make. But, you know, I, how could you not want to branch out a little bit as a developer, making the same fucking game over and over and over? How could well, you that not one want to was more, something else? That one was more iffy because, like... I mean, you all can see this on the internet, but the, the short version is they didn't... Like, my number nine's not out yet, and they're already asking for more money. Mm -hmm. And then they had a Kickstarter along with that, up with a different Kickstarter, make an anime based off a game that they have a Kickstarter for. Are you wondering if they're going to just end up going from reviving the I'm asking, thing in to... general, with Kickstarter, do you think that these companies, because there's a lot of them that have just been re-bringing back franchises, huh. are going to come up with new stuff and get that crowdfunded? Or do you think it's just going to be through nothing but we know how to do it? I'll just go nostalgia. I mean, it just you know. Yeah. I'm just interested. I think it's a, it's an entirely solid way to start. It, it's a good start point. Yeah, I mean, why would you start? That I'm now? asking. Yeah. We're, we haven't reached a level where there's time for it to happen, so I'm curious. Yeah, we just have to kind of wait and see. I, it it, I think ultimately it probably will. I mean, you know, the, even though the thing that you're talking about failed. That the people who made my number nine. Made. Well, again, it was. I think it still shows that that's that that's probably the, an indicator of a trend. Probably. I mean, why would they not want to? Like, you know. Well, again, because my number nine never came out. Like, like they were asking money before they mm -hmm. made a game. Was the biggest problem, and then they had to. It was, they were extra with, scummy. They were extra scummy around it. I think it'll happen organically for a lot. But then on the those. other end, you have the people who made Wasteland Two. And then they went ahead, they're working on Torment now, which is fucking awesome, and it's going to be great, but it was another sequel to something mm -hmm. that already existed, except they explained why they need the money now. They're like, our art people aren't doing anything, we might as well get started, and they at least made it clear enough, and then everyone's like, oh, well, that's good. Yeah, and then Wasteland was great, and Torment's going to be amazing, so, you know, there's that. I don't know where we're going to be in five years, you know, and Dead. with the way, like, is is it just President Trump? Is there going to be like two AAA games a year, and then just everything just be on Kickstarter? Two microtransaction games are going to be Call of Duty and like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty every year, and then everything else is going to be Kickstarter. Yeah, buy bullets with money in Call of Duty. Bullet bills. Uh huh. It's the DLC. You can buy a bullet bill as bullets in your gun in your in your Barrett fifty cal. Call of Duty. Barrett from Final Fantasy Seven. Uh huh. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll Black Ops 3, Black Ops 3 Beta is available now, isn't it? Okay. Has anyone, does anyone give a shit? No. I sort of do. I like the Black Ops 1 and 2. I really like I Advanced Warfare. But General like, Petraeus was in Black Ops 2. It's crazy. I, I really loved Advanced Warfare. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'll be honest, it was a great game. Sure. But, you know, when it comes to Call of Duty, I no longer will ever have hype. It's one of those things where it comes out and I'm like, is it good? Yeah, it looks Did pretty good. Did you not like Black Ops? I, I liked Black Ops the first, but that was literally right when my liking of the series kind of ended and I stopped caring. Black Ops 2, you should, you should try that. Just Modern Warfare, it's good. I could, but I feel like it, it'd be a step back now because Advanced Warfare kind of like <clears throat> revitalized it a bit. 
is what I keep hearing. And and I really I did like Advanced Warfare, but it is one of those games where it's like I enjoy this. I wouldn't pay sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait. You know, I with, skipped Ghosts completely, and I skipped Advanced Warfare. Completely. Advanced Warfare is really good. Advanced yeah. Warfare is basic. That. It's Halo. It's Advanced like Warfare is not a Call of Duty game. Yeah. That game is Halo. That game has double jumps and dashes and running on the roof. Dog! Uh, I had uh, Modern Warfare 1 and 2. I enjoyed them. And I had uh, Call of Duty 2 on PC a long time ago. I love dogs. I liked the um, World War II Call of Duty games on the PS2 that really kind of first... Yeah. Well, like before Call of Duty got super huge, but they were still big. I'll, I'll say, when, in that era, I, I was playing um, Medal of Honor. Yeah, I was too. I kind of avoided Call of Duty for a little while because I was so loyal to Medal of Honor. Did you have a uh, European Assault? Loved European Assault. My favorite, my favorite. You uh, could command your troops in that. Now, and it didn't always work quite right, but it was cool. You know, I liked doing that. And uh, and I, what was really, really blew me away, actually both of these games, was uh, Frontline blew me away. Frontline was good. And the one about the, the Japanese end of World War II. What was it called? Rising? Rising Sun. Was it Rising Sun? I, I didn't so. like Rising Sun. I liked it. Man, Rising the, Sun, I liked it, but not as much as European Assault. They had that strong first level. Like, Frontline had D-Day, the first level. Yeah. Oh, and then Rising funny. Sun had Pearl Harbor as the first level. Oh, the, like, those Pearl, were great. The Pearl, Pearl Harbor levels. scene was great, and then everything after in Rising it's Sun, I remember one was like... It, it got kind of average after that, but it, I still thought it was solid. Frontline was probably better overall. But, I mean, Call of Duty on PS2, or not Call of Duty, but those, those two Medal of Honor games on PS2 were awesome. Well, I mean, Call of Duty was made by Medal of Honor vets. Mm-hmm. You know, the first, me- the, the first Call of Duty was made by people who worked on, um, it might have been Frontlines, but like the best Medal of Honor. And then they said, and uh, basically EA or whoever the fuck was in charge said, you can't do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You have to make, like, like what, you know that scene in the first Call of Duty where you don't have a gun and you're following a guy and then he gets shot and he gets his gun? They wouldn't let you do that. Mm-hmm. And, that and that was the reason they formed their own company and made Call of Duty. Oh. And it was great. And uh, the series, that. And, and I don't know, I have a weird relationship with Call of Duty, which is yes, it comes out every year. And it's like oversaturated. And when it does that, like all series that come out every year eventually kind of dislike it. Because it, it keeps coming. And then you yeah. don't like, like, I don't give a fuck about Assassin's Creed anymore. I don't uh, care. Yeah. I'm I never don't care going about that franchise for so long. But I was so into it when it started. Mm. I only had Brotherhood, and it's okay. Metal Gear Solid 5, I cannot wait for it. To be fair, when did Metal Gear Solid 4 come out? Like, how many Nine, years? Uh, 2009. 2009. I think. Okay. Now I know Peace Walker. Might be 2008. Out, but like that's still like a six-year gap. So oh, like, yeah. when you Huge wait gap. that long, you're foaming at the mouth. This is why right. GTA 5 did so well. Everyone was foaming at the mouth. They're like, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto. You ever. get like two of those in a decade. But when you best. keep yeah. doing it yearly, it's probably great for profits, but it kills the love for your franchise because eventually it's just like, I mean. Okay, I, don't I wonder know. what you're going to announce at E3. <gasps> a new one? I don't know what the figures are for Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed as far as the money it brings in. I'm sure it's a ton, but the thing about... Um, Unity really hurts that. Well, the thing about Grand Theft Auto V is it made a billion dollars in like three days. Yeah, yeah. And I think it cost about $500 million to make. So they made they doubled you know their, their input. They got that back and then twice that in three days. So, I mean, do you, how much, what can you do with the second billion you couldn't do with the first billion? I mean, do you really yeah. need to put some out every fucking year? Great Theft Auto V made so much money. So much money. Yeah, but there's, there's some And that's for three days. So, I mean, I'm sure, I, you know, it's been, how long has it been? Well, I mean, 
was two, 2013 game. I, so. I've read the lifetime sales recently, and I can't remember what. Well, it was some ridiculous number, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I bought it twice. Well, I, I, I do. I, I have it on PS4 and yeah. I have it on 360. Mm-hmm. And the PC version is the best version, so you got the best, as always. Absolutely. Speaking of which, did you hear what they're doing with Grand Theft Auto on a console? No. You know the editor, the Machinima thing they have for Grand Theft Auto on PC? The Rockstar editor thing? I guess I don't use it. So no. Okay, well, it's there. We're getting it on consoles. Machinima is coming to PS4. I didn't know that existed. It's coming. What is it? We can make Machinima with Grand Theft Auto V on consoles. What is it? What's, what's Machinima? It's when you make a movie with your game. You, think, you know what Gary's mod is? Mm-hmm. Think of that for Grand Theft Auto. So it's like Source mm-hmm. Filmmaker, I guess. Yes. Okay, that's really cool. So it's going to birth a whole new franchise, probably. Well, like they already. Somebody's going to make something. Well, it's, crazy. it's just going to be a free add on, mm-hmm. a free patch. Like, that's fucking insane, the shit they insane. keep adding. You know, like you have Witcher just recently like patch in New Game Plus mm-hmm. just for free. Does that here go? Like, Something that probably should have been included from the get go. It's, it's free. I mean, like you know, kept patching in content in the game that's like fucking 70, 80 hours. Plus. Use that feature. That seems really cool. Yeah. Um, Skate, I love New Game Plus. <laughs> Skate Three did that well, weirdly enough. Although all the things that didn't do well, it did its replay movie feature thing really. Are they making another escape? I think they're making another escape. Or maybe that's Tony Hawk. I hope it's Sam Hawk. I was going to say, I hope it's as broken as Skate 3. Why is it bad? Have you seen Photo? Yeah, they changed the art style. I thought that was kind of a good idea. It helps, but it's masking, like... That game game looks like a... Did did you play Tony Hawk HD? I played the ones on PS1. And that was it. No, well, I'm talking about super recently. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, it's never it's, soft. It, the never soft ones. Well, it's from a different studio, mm-hmm. and they, the last one they made looked like Tony Hawk. Did not feel like Tony Hawk, and it, it was you know it's a downloadable thing. And the worst thing is they're calling this the new Tony Hawk for sixty dollars, and it looks about the quality of the fifteen dollar game that kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. It does not look. Um, up that's to the that's not a pre-order title for me. It's I mean, the only games I pre-order are something like Metal Gear 5. Something that I know is going to be amazing, and I know I'm going to one day one. I mean, that's they, they that's, added that's the cell shading in like in a month's time because they were masking the graphics. Yeah. This is not a game that they had figured out. This is a game they're like, oh shit, we got to hide it and gloss it. Might make it run better, too, just because it's simpler. Well, no, it's the same game. They just put a coat of paint on it. Right, that's what I'm that, saying. That's all they did. It, it's kind of... Cell shading, just by its very definition, is like we can't make a game look good, so if we just smear it with stuff, it's gonna <laughs> it's look never better. an art style choice. No, it can be okay. Like Jet Jet Set Radio is an art style choice. Right. It's, it's this is a game. case where they just gloss shit over it and hope it works. Word, word, word. How long have we been recording? About Aww. fifty minutes. Damn, we got an episode. Long board. This is pretty much. good. Well, uh, make sure if you're Monday. If you're, yeah, Metal Gear Mondays are going to be a thing. And um, if you're listening to the audio version on Mopcast.com, check out the video version on YouTube.com slash MemoryCardRadio. If you're watching the video version, check out the audio on uh, Mopcast.com, and there's lots of other podcasts. You can listen to us as you work out. Yeah. And some of us kind of appear on other podcasts here and there. And it's, it's, a, it's, true. it's a big thing. A lot of Star Wars. Yeah, a lot of our voices are in Star Wars. I, I narrated like two or three of them. That shit's fun. I was yeah. a gringo. 
Gringo. Um, didn't require a lot of research on his part. I, uh, I did a lot of voices for the California Raisins. Did you do the new Star Wars thing? I did. I, I narrated two of them. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. The new one, I don't know if that's done yet or not, but there's a new one that he's working on right now. Ooh. So I, I, I reprised his Han Solo. Sweet. So that'll be fun. Carter does a, uh, a mean uh, C-3PO. C-3PO yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does. I've always made Scotty angry at me on purpose. Because I, I say uh, CP3O. Ooh, and I, and I, I do it intentionally. Because I always know, but he gets mad. And it's funny. I sent uh, Scotty your I hope I'm going to start saying D2R2 to him and see if he gets mad. Like, like he, th- he thinks I actually think that, and I've just been rolling with it. CP3O? <laughs> CP3O? Do it, and I'll start mispronouncing R2D2. It's too late. Let's see how long we fuck with him. He's going to watch this. He's going to know. Oh, shit. Well, I'll just cut this out. No, no, don't cut this out. I wanted to find out. Yeah, maybe he'll piece it together himself. This will be how we find out if he actually, if the Mopcast people yeah. listen to our show. This, this is your this test. Is. If you actually listen to us, this is the test. Are you failing or are you passing? <laughs> we'll find out. In the just, and one day you just say Star Wars instead of Star Wars. <laughs> Same spelling, but... Anakin? Anakin? Anakin Anakin. Anakin Starkiller? Anakin Starkiller. That's a joke, because Skywalker was originally Starkiller. You should let me do Ralph Vader. Bobby Vett. The Master of the Sith. The ca- Capuchin Hacker Fucker. Darth, the, Darth Vader. The, the Canteen Store. All right, that's the end of the episode. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Metal Gear. Boom, See, you boom, boom, boom. See you Monday with some goddamn game. Soup. I love you. Walker. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.